Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? It's time. It's time. Did you just say it's time? Stay Punctuality is something I demand from my employees. I need them to show up on time. So when I finally show up, we can get started right away. I never realized how much me and Michael Scott have in common. Yeah. That's probably something I would demand of my employees if I was a boss. Mm-hmm. Or when I'm a boss, I should say. When you are. When I'm a boss. Got to require punctuality. <laughs> it's very important to me, Rebecca. Good luck enforcing that. Punctuality is very important to me. You're never going to know if anybody's late. Because you're never there on time. I know. Those are the best kind of bosses. Mm-hmm. We are live right now on Facebook, YouTube. No, 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 not Facebook. Not Facebook. I know that sounded <laughs> wrong. On YouTube and Twitch.tv. Uh, we record these live now. It's only bit us in the butt once, I think. Just recently, this last time. Yeah, right? just last That's Tuesday. Yep, 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 yep. But uh, if you ever want to watch them, if you're ever free on a Tuesday evening and you want to watch us record it live, you can do so. No obligation to, though. You know, we're not, like, advertising it. Well, I mean, I am right now, but I think this is the first time. We don't promote it. Right. Yeah, no. It's just like if you're browsing the internet and get a notification. Oh, yeah, I, I got an hour to kill. I'll watch Nathan and Rebecca record live. For those of you who did show up to watch it tonight, you get a special treat because you get to be the very first to be introduced to a new member of the Crockett family and the Vent Lab family. Introducing Freddie Mercury. This is my new kitten. Oh, he likes touching the mic. Yeah. Punched it. Okay. Yep. Nope. Now he's he's a little he's a little nervous. Doesn't like being in the spotlight. Um, he just arrived at my house a little bit ago. Like an hour before I got here today. Yeah. My my daughter went to a friend's house, and she saw the kitten, and said she wanted it. And her friend said, "Yeah, you can have it." And so now, now we have it. And he's got a little mustache, and so we named him Freddie Mercury. He's also got bright white whiskers and eyebrows. He's got eyebrow whiskers. It's, it's, uh, he is very cute. I'll give you that. He's going to be sitting on my lap through the entire podcast. What is it with you guys in black and white animals? This is just what she found. I, you know, my, my cat Lucy that I loved so much was orange. It's true. That's true. Um, about Lucy. And I really wanted a Lucy 2.0. But this this cat found its way into our hearts today. So here we are with another black and white cat. MJ was actually our first black and white animal. Really? MJ is our other cat. Well, you had a you had a black calico cat. It Jill. Jilly Billy Boo Boo was tortoise shell. I don't even know what that means. Well, it's calico. It's calico. It's black calico. But it's called tortoise shell. No, it's called Black Cow. Anyway, so now we have Elvis, Michael Jackson, and Freddie Mercury. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's so, so great. The miracle in all of it is that we all agreed on the name at one time. Really? Mm-hmm. Like everybody at the same time yeah, said we, Freddie Mercury? We all knew 
that it needed to be like a male musician okay. because that's the trend that we're going with right now. Oh, look, he likes to push the buttons too. Oh my gosh. He's messing with the board and it is adorable. He's doing, he, he's, uh, he's massaging. Yeah. What, what is that called? Whenever they take their paws and they like need, he yes. needs things, but not always like soft things. He was kneading the table earlier and I think he's okay. Why? Okay, he pressed the button. I was trying to figure out why my audio was suddenly louder in my ears. Oh my gosh, he's just sitting on the board, and I don't even want to like move him. It's just too cute. Boy, uh, people who uh, are watching this, live right now are getting a real treat. This is this is really scaring me. He's pressing. Okay, he's off the board, and <laughs> oh, we're recording now on that, which is a thing we've never done before. So that's so exciting. Nathan won't let me press the buttons, but now we have Freddie Mercury to come in and press if the button. If you were uh, cute like this kitten. <laughs> Then you might get a pass. Oh, so anyway, yes, we have a kitten. We all decided on his name at once because he has a mustache. And um, our theme is male musicians for our pets in our house. This is, it's just so wild to me that Jay West actually said yes to this. I agree. I was, I was surprised as well. I think it's because we've all kind of been sad around our house lately. And he thought that this would be a real morale booster. So that's the key then, huh? <laughs> just be sad for a long time. Kids, if you want a dog or a cat, just, <laughs> just really <laughs> go into depression yeah. for a while. <laughs> he said to me before he had to go to a meeting tonight, but he said, do you feel happier now? And I was like, oh my a gosh. little bit for right now. Yeah. <laughs> At the moment. Joe's is way too nice for his own good. <laughs> you guys are going to be the house with 20 cats before long. Mm, yeah. I don't think that'll happen. He's pretty cute though. Oh my gosh, he just yawned and everything he does is adorable right now. Okay, we need to move on because right, people who right, are, right, are right. listening to the podcast are so bored by our discussion right now. Oh, um, so all right, what are, what are we uh, what are we talking about first? I we went know. over this I think before. He's going to attack your hand though, and it's really cute. I hope he doesn't attack my hand. Hey, you had a birthday yesterday. Oh, yeah. Let's go ahead and not talk about that. What if we talk about okay. this guy who bit no, a snake? Hold on. Let's back it up. And he died. Friday, we did not have our live stream. Correct. Because I was moody. Uh-huh. And I think because you were moody. Uh-huh. And so we just thought, you know what? If we're both not in a good mood, it'd probably be better if we don't expose the rest of the world yeah. to us not being in a good mood. You got to know your limits. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, we didn't we didn't do the live stream on Friday. And Nathan requested this year that he not be celebrated for his birthday. So I didn't. I got you a gift. Mm -hmm. And I had it sent to his house with a note from Amazon yeah. Wishing him a happy birthday with a period at the end. I didn't even put an explanation mark. Nope. Ex explanation. Ex how do you say You it? owe me an explanation. Ex explanation? Ex exclamation. Ex exclamation? Yeah. I've literally never known how to pronounce that. An ex. Okay. So you have an explanation, which is whenever you're I didn't explaining something. You didn't even put something. an explanation mark at the end. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a question mark? It's I don't ex know. Explanation. <laughs> Oh, gosh. I'm so confused now. An explanation mark. Yeah, that's a question so mark. So how do you say it? Ex 
exclamation 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 how old were you when you found that out uh probably first grade (laughs) whenever they teach it to you in grammar and composition one oh i don't ever remember taking those classes when i was that young yeah you probably didn't yeah exclamation exclamation there you go it's in the chat now Mm -hmm. you can it's a just refer back to that it's the line in the dot so anyway I did not get excited about your birthday at all. I just sent you a gift and a note, and then I was forced to pretend like it didn't even exist. Which is ideal. Weekend, and it was super depressing. And I was like trying to figure out like why I was so sad about it. And I think it's because like my love language is acts of service. Like Mm. that's how I communicate to people that I love and care about them. That's how I want people to communicate to me that they love and care about me. And you wouldn't let me do it. And so I couldn't like show you like how much I loved and cared about you on your birthday. And that was really frustrating. I have uh, my birthdays are such a back and forth because (laughs) just showed the cameras. Yep. There's a little little kitten (laughs) beehole on the camera now. Great. We're going to get demonetized. Okay. What about your what about your birthday? Um, so uh, basically I am robbing people like you. Mm hmm from being able to express your gift because I don't want to do anything. Uh And so it's like this back and forth of like, okay, a lot of people are like, no, your birthday is supposed to be about you. You do what you want. And you're like, Uh okay, but what if my, the thing I want to do is like, it doesn't involve anybody else, but everybody else wants to express their love to me Uh by doing something with me. Uh But I'm, preventing them from doing that thing he just yawned Mm -hmm. again that was kind of he's so sleepy you know so it's like this back and forth of like wow i just always feel like a jerk and i think that's why i get really depressed around my birthday Mm -hmm. because it's like it's a it's a no win Mm -hmm. because if i'm doing stuff then it's like well this isn't really what i wanted to do but then like it's fine it's not about you but then it's like well is it about me Mm -hmm. it is about you and that's why no matter how sad it made me I chose not to celebrate you on your birthday. Yeah. And I respect that and I appreciate that. I did um, almost die on my way to pick up the package, what? though. What? Oh, yeah. So uh, my um, my apartment complex, they have one of those Amazon hubs. Have you seen those things? Like where... they're like lockers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I got to use that for the first time, which is kind of a gift in and of itself. You're Um, But I just rode my longboard to the place. It's like in the same building as the gym and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I rode my longboard there and we have um, uh, uh, speed bumps. We have speed. Oh, all right. He's walking on the board now. We got. No, you can't do two songs at the same time. Okay. That was the cat. That was the cat walking across. Don't jump, don't jump. Okay. That was the cat walking across the board. So now we have background music. Thank you. So we have speed bumps throughout uh-huh. the parking lot of uh, of the apartment complex. But you can't go over that on a longboard very easily. So I was going around it. Well, there was a car parked right at the end of the speed bump. And there was like maybe a foot, maybe a foot and a half of clearance between the end of the speed bump and the car. So I'm already kind of like squeezing through that. But then the car starts backing up as I'm heading towards that little gap. Mm-hmm. So I really had to squeeze through and they weren't backing up slowly. And so I kind of had to do the whole like arch your back, try to. To miss getting hit? Yeah. 
yeah, but they didn't hit me. Um, so that was good. I almost got hit on the way back as well because a different Whoa. car was backing up. So it was very exciting. But uh-huh. I did get your gift. Thank you for that. You're welcome. And then uh, and then on Sunday, I had 21 people in my apartment complex. So that was cool. In my, in my apartment, specifically. Wait, what? Yeah, my family came over after lunch. We had cake and stuff. It was uh, it was very informal, which is uh-huh. about all all I could hope for. Like, if we're gonna do this, it's gonna be as in 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 informal. Yeah, it's possible. Did I say that right? I I don't know. I okay. don't know if it's an M or an N in there, but uh, yeah. So there was a lot of people. It was very loud, but I got to see my nieces and nephews, and that was nice. Also, my siblings and my parents. Super happy. Yeah, sorry you weren't invited. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were welcome, but it would have been a long drive. We were, it was like, it was like we went to lunch and then it was like, do you want to open up gifts in the middle of this restaurant or do you want to just take them back to your apartment? I thought, well, that's mm-hmm. a lot more private than this apart, this, this restaurant is. And so I opted for that. Mm-hmm. Also, my mom and my older siblings had never seen my apartment. So I thought I'd do them a favor and and showing them my apartment. Mm-hmm. So we did that. Yeah, super happy for you. Yeah, I can I, I can definitely see how bummed out you are. Mm-hmm. No, I'm fine. Are you fine? Are you okay? I'm starting to think you're not. No, I'm good. I'm good. You good? Mm-hmm. Sorry you... Uh, so speaking of revenge... We have All a right, story here about a man in India. So already talking about revenge. Cool. He was drinking a lot of alcohol. I believe that's called being inebriated. Mm. I think he was really drunk because at some point he got bit in the leg by a baby snake. Baby snake. Pathetic. And he was not taking that well. So he picks up the snake and he decides, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this little baby venomous snake. A taste of its own medicine. Yeah. Or except for not because he didn't have any venom. But um so he bit the snake. But the article says he didn't just bite the snake. It says he chewed the snake. Well, I and mean, that's where I get really confused because like that's where I know that there was a lot more alcohol involved than just casually drinking a beer. Because like somebody who may be a bit inebriated. They might bite a snake mm-hmm. just to, you know, get back at it. Sure. But this dude literally chewed the snake. Do you ever, you ever like get that pent up rage and like you just want to squeeze something? Just, ah! Have you ever done that? Where you just like squeeze something as hard as you yeah, can? Sure. I imagine that was the same sort of um, satisfaction this guy was getting from chewing, chewing the, snake. the snake. Yeah, it bites him. He's like, ah, dumb snake. Gets really angry. I'll bite you, little idiot, little dumb little baby but snake. But he's like chewing it. So like when I think of like somebody chewing a snake, I'm thinking like he's causing damage to the snake and it's like bleeding and stuff in his mouth. Yeah. That's gross. That is gross. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure there was some level of satisfaction I don't know. The snake definitely got some level of satisfaction when it bit the man in the face 10 times for chewing on it. So it got him once in the leg and then 10 times in the face. So after 11 bites, that man was still chewing on the snake. Eventually, he tossed it across the street and it hit a tree. 
I don't know why that information is important, but it hit a tree. And then he decided he was tired. And his family was like, no, you should probably go to the hospital. And he was like, nah, I'm going to take a nap. And then he died. Oh. Oh. Yeah, they oh. they haven't determined the cause of death yet. Hmm. It probably. could be alcohol poisoning. Could be. Could be the 11 snake bites, 10 through the face. It could be salmonella poisoning from chewing a snake. Do you get salmonella from chewing snakes? You get salmonella from touching reptiles. Do you really? You can. Is that because they roll around it's in possible. their and poop? I don't know. I would assume so. I didn't know that was. I, I just. I know. guess that's. Uh, the, that's why that you're makes supposed sense. to wash your hands after you touch a reptile. I thought it was so you don't get warts. That's a toad, and I think that's an urban myth. Also, an urban myth: if you kiss a frog, it does not turn into a prince. Is that a tried? You tried that failed. I saw a video of a guy kissing a, a turtle the other day and it bit his tongue. Was it a snapping turtle? No. Whoa, he was kissing it with his tongue? He he Ew. was like strangely making out with the what turtle. What is happening in it, this world? This guy was chewing on a snake and this dude is French kissing a turtle and deserved to be bitten. Yeah, it bit it. It looked like a cartoon. Like it was like pulling, <laughs> like it bit his tongue and then he pulled the turtle away, but it still had a hold of his tongue. And so, yeah. Okay. I know this feeling because when I was little in McDonald's Happy Meals, they had these little like, like hamburglar toys. Mm -hmm. It was okay. So no, it wasn't the hamburglar. It was just a hamburger. I think it had eyeballs on it though. And it like had, it was like a little clip mm -hmm. and I went to go clip it on my lip and it had a strong clip. I didn't realize how strong it was. Anyway, it was very, very painful. Like, and it was so strong and the pain was so much that I couldn't just like get it off my lip. Like somebody had to help me. Ooh. Mm hmm. I wasn't making out with the hamburger. Sure. But sure. No, I get it. I get it. Is that why you're a vegetarian now? Yeah. Yeah. That did you ever stick uh, clothespins on your lips? I did do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that wasn't as Is bad. Is that just the, a thing that kids do? You got to. You, you see got a clothespin yeah. and you're like, oh, those on my lips. Pretty much. I used to like chew on them and stuff. Something about the taste of the wood. It's kind of good. I you know? did that as well. You know, it's weird. It's weird. Huh. Oh, I don't think the kitten wants you to pick it up. No, he was looking at me. He wanted Gosh, to be picked up. so cute. Um, it's the first time yeah, you've, so, you've held Freddy. It is. So anyway, uh, kids don't chew on snakes. You can bite it once or twice, but <laughs> don't don't chew on it. Please don't step on it. Uh, oh, okay, I thought he was going to stop the recording, but he did not. That was really close. Those of you listening, he Freddy just walked across the keyboard. And we're not stopping him at all because he's adorable. Because he's this adorable. This will be the first and last time he gets to roam around the table during the podcast. Mm-hmm. So Freddie uh, was an outdoor cat, right? Yeah, he was like a farm cat. Um, from what I the the brief amount of knowledge I've received from his previous life, yes, he was outdoors. He's doing a pretty good job of being an indoor cat so far. For the for the meantime, yeah, yeah, he's just kind of chilling. He's very calm. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, have you ever? wondered have you ever looked at like a, a cityscape or something and wondered what it looked like before all those buildings were there yeah like where i live like right now or just anywhere but sure yeah yeah because i live in like the first city that was ever made in kansas and i always wonder like 
what was it like before all the buildings and like when the wagons were coming through because like the Santa Fe Trail is right here. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think about that a lot. In fact, that's... You think about it a lot, I, huh? I do. You spend a lot of time thinking about I, what the land looked like before you, the buildings were there. Rebecca, I promise you, I do. I grew up in the country, and while I hate being far away from convenient places mm-hmm. like stores and restaurants and gas stations and work, mm-hmm. I really actually like the country. I like driving through with the windows down and smelling cut grass and fresh hay. And there's even a part, and don't take this the wrong way, but there's a part of like manure that is nostalgic. And maybe this is... Just like it takes you back home, that type of thing? Like like a lot of people will be driving and they're, oh my gosh, oof, cow poop, roll up the windows. I just smell it. Mm-hmm. I just, you just take it in. I just take it in it and think about because it reminds me of home. Not that we had cows, but we had neighbors with cows, and we we used to go to the uh, the fair. There's lots of cow poop at the mm-hmm. fair, and so I, it, it just brings back all those memories. Mm-hmm. The smell of cow pie and stuff. Anyway, oddly enough, I can understand that. But let's go back to the fact that you think often about what land looked like before buildings were there. Yes. Because uh, another thing about me is that I actually really like Kansas, despite our um, lack of mountains and cliffs and ocean, ocean and interesting landscape. I actually love seeing open fields. Okay. Like I will look at an open field and think, dang, I want to walk through that field. That sounds stupid, but that's like one of those things I, I kind of like fantasize a lot is like driving driving through the country and I'm like looking at these weird like uh, open areas. Like it's all forest and then there's just a little open area. And I'm like, what would, that look, what, what would that feel like just walking through that? So like the farm that you grew up on, have you ever considered rewilding that area? No, it's already pretty wild. I, there is three buildings there in like a shed thing. And the grass is pretty mowed. And the grass is mowed and everything. But That's I can get really up. not really rewild. No, but I can get up on my roof and I can see far, my parents' roof, and see far enough that I can see open plains and. Yeah, but those are fields that are cared for and like plowed and planted and harvested and that's true but there's also a forest okay i feel like we need to define what rewilding is so rewilding is when you just stop taking care of a property and letting it go back to its natural state letting weeds volunteer trees grow volunteer trees yes varieties of grasses that birds plant yes Rewilding is when you just stop taking care of your property. I'm fine with that. I don't know if that's the official definition, but that's what I understand. Because there's this dude in Dublin that bought this castle. Cool, right? I'm so far, I'm in. Bought a castle in Dublin. He went from being like listening to like heavy metal music and being kind of like um, a man's man, like meat eater. And yeah, and then he decided he was going to buy right? a castle, become a vegetarian and <clears throat> rewild this property. Which sounds awesome to me. Imagine you just look out and it's total wild landscape, trees and wild grass and flowers and animals. And then just poof, a castle. Yeah. It's cool. And he is loving it. 
But other people in the area aren't loving it so much because apparently this property was a really, really nice farm with livestock and well-manicured um, landscaping. That's the word I was looking for. And he was like, no, I'm, I'm going to give back to the earth. This is better for the environment. I'm just going to let everything grow wild. And now he's just bragging about all the different types of grasses he has there and the animals that are on the property because they just roamed there and live there now. He's an Irish film director. That makes sense. And the 21st Baron of Dunsany, which is... Uh, Did he name himself the 21st Baron? Like, do you get to give yourself that title or are you born a Baron? I th Well, see, I don't know if you're born a Baron or if you become a Baron after you buy the castle. Is a Baron the owner of the castle? I don't know. I just remember watching a Cinderella movie and the evil stepmother was a Baroness. And I, I think like she was born into that. Oh, oh my right. gosh. Freddie you're, is you're sitting with on the, the audio. board. You're messing with the audio levels there, Freddie. <laughs> it's so cute. Okay. All right. He's needing the audio you levels. You can't. That's not soft. You can't need that. That just doesn't make any sense. He'll, he'll figure it out. Anyway, yeah, this guy uh, rewilded it. I honestly, Rebecca, I'll be honest with you. As As cool as this is to me, actually is, I really only wanted to talk about uh mm. Oh, we're still we're still good. He's sitting on the keyboard. He's Oh gosh, Freddie did not like that I just moved him okay. off the keyboard. Yep, here we go. Okay. Where 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 is everything? <laughs> okay, so you were gonna be honest with me. I was gonna be honest, and then Freddie sat on the keyboard. It could be worse. He could be Elvis. Sitting on the keyboard. Yeah. Sitting on the keyboard. <laughs> Um, no, anyway, I literally only sent you this um, article because he has four Jack Russell Terriers. Mm -hmm. The names are Tiny, Lumpy, Chow, and Beavis and Butthead. He named one dog Beavis, Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead. That's distinctly two different names. But he just went for it. He, he just, just named has the dog Beavis and Butthead. Tiny, Lumpy, Chow, and in Beavis and Butthead. You also sent me this article before you, you knew that I had just gotten a new kitten. That's true. Freddie Mercury. That's also true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I just used that as a transition, the whole him coming from the farm and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, but anyway, I thought that was interesting that he has a dog named Beavis and Butthead. Okay. So we just talked the whole time about re what what is it called rewilding we re, yeah rewilding something that you spend a lot of time thinking about uh -huh. just so that you could tell me that one of his pets is named beavis and butthead yeah mm -hmm. yeah no that's no, that's the entirety sense. of it that's that makes a lot more sense yep yep yeah that no that's that's it I do think it's cool, though, the rewilding thing. I couldn't care less about nature, but I just think it looks cool. You couldn't care less about nature? The world is going to die at some point. Oh, my gosh. I, like, what's the point, you know? Just be comfortable while you're here. <clears throat> oh, speaking of being comfortable while you're here. So, Quentin Tarantino. Tarantino hey. Tarantino. Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. That's called a transition if you never see what... Yeah, he's very comfy in life because he makes a lot of money. Like 130 million? 120 million. Uh, Ooh, yeah. That's close. It is estimated that he is worth $120 million. But he made a promise when he was 12 years old that if he becomes wealthy 
from being a writer and filmmaker, Mm -hmm. then he will not give his mother a single dollar, unlike other celebrities that have bought their mom a car or a house. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, really going above and beyond here. And he says that he has held to that. Okay. Well, that's unfortunate. Okay, so I was thinking, one, what a jerk. Two, I was like, I thought he... I didn't know he was a real person. I thought he played a mobster. Quentin Tarantino? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it sound like a mobster name? His name is Quentin. Yeah. It sounds like a Tarantino. It you, sounds like a mobster name. You hear somebody named Quentin and it kind of gives you shil- chills. Quentin like, Tarantino, ooh, yeah. I, they're going to do, I they're going like to wreck some havoc. the in the eye. Um, I just thought like. He was like one of the mobsters on like the famous mobster shows or something. I didn't think he was a real person. So this, I'm just learning this tonight that he's a Hollywood director that, that has directed a lot of really famous movies. You ever seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No. Neither have I. You ever seen Billions? No. No, neither have I. But he has made some other really big ones that I am familiar with. I just don't remember which ones at, at the time or right now because I didn't know he was a real person. I don't know if he actually did billions. That may have been Brian Koppelman. Anyway. That was the co-creator. The co-creator of billions. But I don't know who was the creator. I don't know if it was Quentin or not. Anyway, um, so it, here's, I'm, g- I'm going to explain why he hasn't given his mom tiddly diddly. Yeah, because this helps. Um, he said, quote, my mom always had a hard time about my scholastic non-ability. Uh, and then in the middle of her little tirade, she said, oh, and by the way, this little writing career with writing finger career. quotes, this little writing career, this little writing career that you're doing, that stuff is freaking over. Paraphrasing, uh, he explained, and he said that when she said that to him in that sarcastic way, he was in his head. Oh, oh no, here, here's the quote. When I when she said that to me in that sarcastic way, I was Elvis just busted through like the, the door. The Kool-Aid man. That was exciting. I'm glad the camera isn't over there. <laughs> I don't know why it would be over there, but I'm glad it isn't. Um she said, I was in my head. I uh, I was in my head and I go, Okay, lady, when I become a successful writer, you will never see uh, one penny from my success. There will be no house for you. There's no vacation for you. No Elvis Cadillac for mommy. You get nothing because you said that. Uh, and he stuck to his promise for the most part. Kind of. Kind of. Apparently, she got into some trouble with the IRS and he bailed her out in that situation, which I think by the fact that he like says my mom got in trouble with the IRS, he's kind of throwing his mom under the bus there. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that wasn't like a... Well, I got my mom something nice. He's like, yeah, she got in trouble. And so I had to to help her out so she didn't go to prison. Bail her out. But I definitely did not get her a car. I still think he's a jerk because um, he was in trouble in school because instead of doing his schoolwork, he was writing. No parent knows that their child is actually going to become like a famous playwright or something like that because that so rarely happens. Mm-hmm. And maybe he could have been focusing on his schoolwork and finding other times to write. I just think that that's just something moms say. And 
he has a mobster mentality. Oh my gosh, you're still sticking with this mobster <laughs> thing, huh? I think maybe he's, he really is. I think it's just like a sixth sense. Here's what he said. He said, there are consequences for your words as you deal with your children. Remember, there are consequences for your sarcastic tone about what's meaningful to them. And I actually, uh, I don't support his Decision overall response. Yes, but... I do support that quote because I think a lot I of times agree. parents and friends and family can say things that they don't realize are meaningful to you. And sometimes parents don't realize that their kids at their age are actually going to uh, be able to take mental notes and yeah. carry them throughout their life. But how many times has somebody told you you can't do that and that's what made you do it? I mean, the whole reason why Zach has a girlfriend right now is because you told him he wasn't going to go get her number. <laughs> um, okay. First off, I was definitely just kidding with him about that. Uh-huh. But that's what he needed. But it worked. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, there, there were things, there have been things that my mom has, and probably my dad, don't want to just throw one parent under the uh -huh. bus. <laughs> I've have said to me that uh, I've been like I don't think you realize how much that actually hurts. Uh huh. Um, and I I don't think they they did. But my sisters were probably the biggest discouragement for me growing up. Like siblings can be like brutally honest about stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, the reason why I never tried to sing ever, like I agree, I have a terrible singing voice. Like I can't sing. But maybe I could sing better if my sister wouldn't have told me that I give her a headache every time I sing. Like, she would scream about it. That was a little discouraging. Everything I wanted to do and be, my sisters were like, no. No, you can't do that. Yeah. My mom complimented me once on my writing. And I think that encouraged me to keep writing. But I think it's mainly been the people telling me that I can't do something that's pushed me to do something. So I think I think Quentin Tar Tarantino's mom did him a favor. So you think he should thank her? Yes. By buying her a brand new car. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you a question then, Rebecca. Huh? Because I, um, at some point in my life, made a conscious decision to think about what I'm saying to like younger teenagers and and people even kids who have like a passion for something and they're like no I really like this and I've been careful not to be like well you can't do that for mm -hmm. a living like that's not possible or whatever you know mm -hmm. I don't always do great at it but I try to catch myself anytime I'm I'm not doing great at it anyway so from your perspective mm -hmm. should I not do that and just let whatever fly fly? No, I think you should be encouraging. Though I do have a, a, a specific scenario that was presented to me recently that I really had a hard time biting my tongue on. And I wanted to just say, nah, you need to find something else. But I didn't. I'm going to present the scenario and see what, see what you think, okay? Am I part of this scenario? No. Oh, whew, okay. I was, getting, I was getting real worried. Okay. A young lady I was speaking with recently. Uh-huh. Maybe 17 years old. Mm -hmm. She has gotten into streaming video games okay. lately on Twitch. And um, she's got a really good Pokemon voice. Pokemon? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So here's her idea. 
She's going to move out of her parents' house. Okay. Move in with her boyfriend. Okay. And together, they're going to become professional gamers slash streamers. So, because she's she's really gifted because she's got a really good Pokemon voice. Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what I said. Nope, nope. You said Pokemon. Actually, I heard you. I <laughs> have been there, <laughs> and while I won't say that's a terrible idea uh-huh. and unrealistic. Um, I would encourage this young lady to make sure that she's in a financial place. Like, like don't move out and then start professional streaming. You should start doing that while you're at your parents' house. Mm-hmm. Be making money doing it. Make sure that it's something that you can actually like. She says she has a lot of followers right now. But does she? Do you want to know how many? 13. Four. Okay. She's doubled her followership in the last month. Can I be honest? Mm-hmm. I have more followers on Twitch than that, mm-hmm. and I have streamed a handful of times. Yes, but we're not being discouraging about Not being discouraging. Dream. No, no, not at all. Because four is four. Four isn't zero. And if she thinks that that is something that she could actually do, mm-hmm. she should... Um, do some research on people who actually do that and how they got to where they are mm-hmm. and take their advice. I smiled and nodded and then I went and found something else to do because I just couldn't handle it. The thing the thing that gets a lot of people is is like like that that thought of I'm gonna move out of my parents' house and then I'm gonna be a professional streamer or I'm gonna start doing this professionally or whatever. That's like not an uncommon thought. And I think their thinking is off because most of the time, if you ask like, why aren't you doing that now in your parents' house? Their excuse usually isn't good enough. Well, apparently she is doing it now because she has four followers. Right. So why doesn't she just keep doing it at her parents' house? What, like, what is the difference? Are people going to start following her? Because her parents are trying to tell her to get a real job and they're not encouraging her in her dreams. Well, she's going to need a real job to be able to afford her apartment. Uh I did give her one piece of advice. Okay. I said, I have a friend, you, who has um, researched a little bit about streaming. And I would find a game that isn't super popular so that you can get to the top of the list, further to the top of the list for people to notice you. Yeah. And be prepared to play that game even though you don't like it. Mm Mm-hmm for 10 hours a day it's gonna be really hard to have another job to support that yeah but a lot of uh people whenever they're starting their streaming careers don't get a lot of sleep Uh they also a lot of most people won't stream every single day like it's better to have a i don't know why i'm telling you this but Uh it's it's better to have a uh schedule even if that schedule is like three days a week like if, if you're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to stream every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Boom. Do it. Or if you want to stream every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, do it. But do it every single week. And you're going to have better results doing that than you would streaming like 
three hours on Monday and four hours on Tuesday and then one hour on Wednesday just because that's all you can fit and then can you five hours on hours Thursday. Later, I can't reach it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three hours later. You're still streaming and nobody's watching and then on Friday... <laughs> You stream for six hours. Anyway, I didn't want to completely discourage her because there was people that were like, I want to start a YouTube channel and do YouTube videos and make lots of money. And they did. And same with streamers. And so it is possible. I just didn't feel like this was the best situation. No, not really. People rarely, I think, move and then become a, a streamer. Most people move because... They're like, well, I'm making enough money doing this now. I guess I can move, mm-hmm. you know, it's, mm-hmm. just, it's, uh, it's whatever. There's nothing. Yeah. Anyway, I, uh, but yeah, you know, you don't want to discourage her, but, uh, at the same time, you don't want to encourage her. It's a weird thing. Yeah. Speaking of encouraging people to fulfill your dreams, their dreams, um, this two year old fulfilled his dream early in life. Like this two year old has peaked because he is a soccer fan. He started walking when he was seven months old. You know what they say about kids who start walking early? They don't have good hand-eye coordination. Okay. Well, anyway, he is a huge soccer fan, got the opportunity of a lifetime. His mom's boss gave him tickets to this pro soccer game. Who'd he take? His mom. Oh, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. It's okay. very kind of him. Okay, so the boss gave the tickets to the mom. The mom took her two-year-old oh, son. Okay. Yeah, and they had really good seats, like on the field. Mm. And the little boy's watching the, the soccer ball being kicked back and forth, and he didn't like every time the soccer ball got kicked like away from him. Sure. He wanted them to stay close to him. Understandable. I guess. But at one moment, the mom turned her head for just a second, which is what they all say. It was just a second. It was just a second. And the kid took off running onto the soccer field. After the players and the soccer ball, the mom jumped up, leaped over the fence, went run. which how did he get over that fence? Anyway. He went under the fence. That's, yeah, you're right, actually. He did go under the fence. So she takes off running. She had to, like, slide on the field to grab him and then turned around and came running back with him. Thankfully, she didn't get tackled by security. She moved real fast to get that boy and get him back. Um, the boy was just laughing the whole time, and he was like, "I he just wanted the soccer ball. No, he was having a, gr- a good time. Yeah, time of his life. It's pretty much peaked, though, right? And like, did he get in trouble for doing this? He should have. No, they yeah. gave him the game ball. Oh, okay. Like, this kid has been rewarded for this illegal behavior. He doesn't even realize his mom was worried that he was going to get kicked or, like, hit in the head with the ball, which is very reasonable. That's a reasonable concern. Yeah. But he didn't. He was okay. And then he ends up getting the game ball, and, like, he really wants to kick the ball around with the guys, which I bet he's going to get to do at some point. Like, this is, like, encouraging every other, not two-year-old, but parent who wants a chance to run out on the field to convince their two-year-old to run out on the field. Yeah, hey, go. Here's your chance. Go, 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 go. Oh, no. And then they run out and I'm going to get you. Yeah, you do some practice runs. My kid ran out on the field. I guess I'll have to run out there, accidentally bump into that player I'm a huge fan of. Yeah. Now, there wasn't like a lot of players around. They were running the other direction. Yeah. They were on the other side of the field. It was a good time for him to run out on the field, admittedly. He timed it right. But uh, 
Yeah, you gotta get. I don't know. Do you spank your kid if they don't realize what they're doing? I is don't bad? think anybody's supposed to spank their kids anymore. Oh, is that like a? That's a bad thing. Okay. Do you uh, put your kid in timeout? Do you yeah do scold you your child? Take something you sc- away from them. Can you, you scold, can scold it? Them. You can scold yeah. them. Uh huh. Do you do you scold your child if they've done something that they don't realize is wrong? Um, I guess I would say I didn't scold my children unless like they put themselves in danger, which I think no, was I the tell. situation. They I put themselves in definitely danger. Tell. I've been around your children. Okay. Usually I, I give she them still doesn't like, scold her children, guys. like a first chance at everything. Like you mess up once mm-hmm. we're going to talk about why that was a wrong decision. But then the next time you get disciplined, it varies. Did they ever learn just to go hard the first mess up? Like, get as far as you can the first time? No. Oh, okay. No. Not very quick learners then, I guess. No. Like, I remember Grace stealing something once. Yeah. Like a a little trinket for a bracelet. Mm -hmm. And we got to the parking lot, and then she showed me she had the trinket. And so we had to take it back. And, like, she didn't realize that she stole it. Like, she was, like, four at the time. She just grabbed it. She didn't know, like, it wasn't something that you can just take. But I made her take it back in and apologize to the store associate. The store associate was, like, fierce. Like, (laughs) she yelled at her. Really? And was like, well, now you're never going to do this again. And, like, Grace started crying. Like, and then we just never went back to the store because that lady was scary. Like, she scared me. But Grace never stole again, so. Somebody had a teacher that. (laughs) Like, I just thought, like, the embarrassment of having to go in and apologize and present it back was going to be enough. But, nope, this lady was making sure it never happened again, and I guess I should thank her for that. Yeah, I only have one memory of stealing something, and the more I think about it, like, the more I question whether it is a, a true memory or if it was, like, a dream or something. Mm. We were going, we were in the mall, and we were leaving the mall, and I ran into, like, one of the candy stores, grabbed one of those um, licorice, like, uh, it's not. I mean, it is like kind of licorice, but it's like uh, those like uh, bacon strips, but it's like a oh, rainbow, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, with like the sugar on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one was all red. Uh huh. It wasn't a rainbow, but anyway. So I ran in, grabbed one, and then sprinted after my mom, and was like, "Mom, mom, mom, can I have this?" And she turned around and was like, "No." I was like, "Well, I already took a bite out of it." So then we had to go, and she had to buy it, and I don't remember her letting me eat it. I imagine she gave it to one of my siblings or something. Ew, with your spit already on it uh, i'm not that messy i'm just telling eater. you That's... if my mom gave something that my sister had already bitten off of to me it had her cooties on it i was not eating it well my siblings liked me a lot more than you i would have thrown siblings. it in the trash in front of my sibling um anyway so there there was that but i don't know if that was even a real memory it feels real. I've told that story as if it was a real memory for years. I mean, for years I've had that memory. Had to come from somewhere. Had to come from somewhere, it's right? It's just something you make up, right? Does a dream just stick in your brain for that many years? I mean, maybe. You know? Also, why? Like, did she expect me just to go put that candy back? Like, oh, it's because I took a bite out of it that I can't put it back. If you touched it, you can't put it back either. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, what was she expect? And just set it on the lid, just walk away. Like, uh, yeah, sorry, my kid took this. I'm just gonna leave it here for you to throw away. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Also, it, it was one piece that was probably like 10 cents. Oh, well, you didn't ask permission before you grabbed it. 
Did you learn your lesson? I mean, I guess. Okay. Have I ever told the story about Zacchaeus jumping on Elvis's bed? Not my dog, but oh. Elvis Presley's bed. <laughs> oh, oh, no. So this, I, I can relate to the how this soccer mom, this mom watching the soccer game feels, because when uh, we were on a family vacation, we went to go see Graceland, but we didn't have enough money to go on the Graceland tour. Mm-hmm. Zacchaeus was little. I was pregnant with Grace, but we did have enough money to go tour his airplane. So we went on the airplane. I think it was called like the Lisa Marie. And they had his bed with like gold plated seatbelts on the bed. So like you're flying, you got to buckle yourself in while you're laying in bed. Anyway, Zacchaeus saw it and he was like, a bed. And what does like a four-year-old do when they see a bed? They pee. No, they jump on it. Oh. And so he just like jumped on it. You weren't even allowed to take pictures or anything in this place. And he jumps on Elvis Presley's bed. And like the security officer was like diving at my child. And I was diving faster than the security guard to like grab him and protect him. Like I was like, oh my gosh. Anyway, um, we did get ushered out of the plane quickly after that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That could be on but like still, uh, like my son jumped on Elvis Presley's bed. How cool is that? Yeah, no, I mean that was <laughs> probably worth it. You guys are probably, I mean, what else is there to see at that place? Also, the kitten is asleep on my hand. Okay, <laughs> it's so cute. That's a great like two truths and a lie. Yeah, for Zach. Yep, I should give him that idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell him I thought that up. Or be like, uh, we played on the podcast a long time ago, one of our early episodes with um. Jesse Black. Was it with Jesse? Yeah, we played Would I Lie to You? Uh-huh. Which is like you have uh, a scenario that you give and then you have to try to convince the other people that it's either a truth or a lie and they can ask questions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Basically two truths and a lie, but it's only one truth or is it a lie? And you and you've got to just sell it. Yeah. That yeah, one yeah, story. Yeah. And if, they can ask you questions and details and mm-hmm. you got to you got to support the whole story. Yeah, maybe we should play that again. Yeah, that would be fun. I like that. I like lying to people's faces. <laughs> Pretty good at it. Uh-huh. I think. Speaking of lying, I'm thinking about lying to Amazon. Uh getting Don't some. Did you money. already lie to Amazon? Nope. Uh no, not at all. But I could be making a lot more money than I am now because Amazon has a plan to avoid lawsuits by paying customers one thousand dollars when products injure people or up to one thousand dollars. But there's a catch. What is the catch? You actually have to be injured by the product to get the money. You can't just say, I got this product and it hurt me. There has to be like something that's like legally wrong with the product. Like it has to be like a carbon monoxide detector that won't go off, which if that happened, you're probably dead. So not if you tamper with it the only way you know your carbon monoxide detector didn't work is if there was carbon monoxide and it didn't work and in that case somebody's probably dead okay what if what if there's something that like okay another situation non-flammable pjs for children okay your child would have to catch fire why does that have to be your child why does that have to be your child so you're going to test the PJs out to make sure they're non-flammable. It doesn't have to be on you. 
And I can take a little burn for $1,000, Rebecca. Okay. Are you telling me you wouldn't take a burn here's, for $1,000? Here, here's another one. What about a hair dryer that doesn't have like the, the, the protector to keep it from like electrocuting you? That's fine. <laughs> There's not enough current in the wall to kill you. Probably. Probably. <laughs> it's $1,000, Rebecca. Up to. Up to $1,000. Well, I'd get a good lawyer. You've got to prove damages. You can get more money than that if the the third-party company that you purchased it from refuses to pay for it. Amazon will cover that as well. Okay. I don't know. There's a lot of confusing stipulations. But basically, if you're willing to hurt yourself with some really cheap products, Amazon is willing to pay money. So here's what I'm thinking, right? I, I live in an apartment complex right now. I have renter's insurance. If I have an Amazon product that <clears throat> malfunctions and it causes damage to the property, uh huh. What if I've, I've got to be getting something out of that, right? What if it causes damage to the property and you? Exactly. Then I would be like, no, 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 no. Guys, guys, Nathan, guys. Nathan, I bought you a shower clock. Yeah, you did. What if it's not as waterproof as it says it is? You get shocked by it so you're telling me i need to take a bath with a shower clock <laughs> i'm not and trying to kill myself we can split the profit why are we splitting the because profit i bought it for you oh my i i uh i, I paid I think, for that clock i think we've got something here i think we could make some extra moolah mm -hmm. i'm down with it oh my gosh the kitten is sleeping He's not sleeping. He just laid down. I know what he's going to go to sleep. He laid his little head Not if I yell. It's so off my lungs cute. right now. What if I yelled really oh, loud? It's so sweet. I haven't seen Sterling in like three weeks. It's my cat. I, I saw your dad posted a picture of Sterling on Facebook to wish missing. you a happy birthday. Yeah, it's probably my mom. They share or Facebook, mm -hmm. so you never really know. You never know with those two. Anyway, I think I'm going to make some money. Off Amazon. All right. Well, good luck. I mean, they've already given me over $1,000, so. That you earned because well, you work for them. Ooh, right. Is it a stipulation? Like, if you work for them, you you can't get paid? I don't know. Like, for, you know, damages? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. What if I... You know, because, like, I work for the radio station, and so I can't win, like, contests at the radio right, station. Right, right, right. Uh -huh. What if... Rebecca, what about this? What about this? What about this? What okay. about this? You return something and say, this malfunctions, this is what it does. And then I, as the Amazon associate that deals with returns, uh -huh. I then inspect that item. Customer says it does this. I have to test that to make sure you weren't just pulling our leg. Uh -huh. It does that. Then I get damaged. <laughs> Plus, it was in the warehouse so it's probably not covered in it that It sounds case. like we're going to get in trouble for that. Yeah, that one might not work. And there's proof because, you know, we just broadcasted it. Yeah, but nobody listens Although to Although that kitten is asleep. It's not asleep, yes. dude. Look, it's covering its face with its little foot. That doesn't, maybe he's just annoyed. It's adorable. That's what it is. All right. This cat is adorable we got one more story can we squeeze it do in do we really yeah yes. we do Let's yeah we do, do. um restaurant delivery customers bland water complaint causes ire ire 
I skipped over that word because I didn't know how to pronounce it. Ire is a noun, means anger. The plans provoked the ire of the conservationalists. Who uses the word conservationalists in a... And then puts an explanation yeah, mark at the end. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, somebody uh, ordered a bunch of bottles of water from a restaurant. And then... Uh, they ordered 24 bottles of water. And, ba -a -ba -a. and then they left a one-star review. They they ordered all the bottles of water from a restaurant to be delivered without ordering any food. The, the delivery person had to carry it up several flights of stairs. The heavy case of water, no elevator. And then they gave the restaurant a one-star review because they said the water was bland. The water was bland. <sighs> Don't you hate when you get bland water? I honestly hate it whenever I get bland water. Mm-hmm. I wonder what brand. What? First off, I don't it understand. It was mineral water. Okay, but why would they, why, why would they review the, the restaurant over the brand of water? You know, like, isn't that the brand of water's fault? Yeah, I don't know, but I, I think regardless, uh, the restaurant being upset about this one-star review is warranted. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that this is one of those... Um, Maybe they bottle their own water. Oh, that'd be kind of cool, actually. <laughs> I'd order that water. I think this is one of those deals where like a customer is just looking for a reason to give a one-star review, but you have to like buy something from them first. And so they're like, I might as well get... 24 so bottles like of water out of it. they're restaurants so yeah, that they can leave one-star reviews. That's not cool at all. Not, not, not Those not reviews cool mean a lot to restaurants. Yeah. I actually uh, hate people who leave reviews on things that aren't related to the product at all. Like, all right, all right. Okay, I was like, you do, you're a professional reviewer. No, no, I, I, I love reviews and I love reading reviews. What I hate is actually like whenever people will review an item and it's not related to the item at all. Like don't give an item a one-star review because it took Amazon an extra three days to get it to your house. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's not on the product. That's, the yeah. The people who made it. Of, of the people who made it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, and don't, uh, don't give a restaurant a one-star review based on the brand of water that they're selling especially mm -hmm. if you just ordered 24 bottles of it can you return bottles of water to a restaurant i guess if you didn't open it maybe 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 it's a it's a gray area this this restaurant kind of seems like you could just threaten them with a one-star review and and they would take it back mm -hmm. you know take the water or you take a one-star review oh take the water yeah I don't know. The kitten is definitely asleep. Guys, Freddie Mercury, my new kitten, asleep on the table, and it's adorable. I wish you could see it right now. You can see him on uh, Friday. We'll be live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. For reals, we'll try to be live this Friday. Yeah, yeah, we'll try not to be in like bad mood. Were you really in a bad mood because it was your birthday? I don't even. I don't even remember. That was you almost a week ago. Why you were in a bad mood last week? Oh, I'm in so many bad moods, like all <gasps> the time. Who knows why I was in a bad mood? Why well, were we'll you in here. a bad mood? Oh, I had reason. I had reason. One. 
one reason? No, there's multiple reasons, but there was one specific reason that really launched me into a bad mood. It had nothing to do with you. What, what was it? I'm not going to say on the podcast. Maybe, and let's be honest, I'll share it. All right. We'll see you in Let's Be Honest. <laughs> All right. All right. My name is Nathan. I'm Rebecca. We out. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.